This is a stand-up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. Welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast counting down everything this week that made you say, What a Time to Be Alive. And now, Patrick Monahan, Kath Barbadoro, and Eli Uden. Folks, welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast that counts down things each week that make you say the thing that's the title of the podcast. I'm Patrick Monahan. I'm Kath Barbadoro. And uh, we have another return guest. I want to do a little intro here. This takes a second. Okay. Coming to us from in the city, visiting from Connecticut, was on the highway when we texted him. <laughs> Eli is doing something cool, and 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 we didn't think of an excuse in advance, but he's not here, guys. Please Weighing welcome. in at, I don't feel comfortable assuming. <laughs> 70 pounds. <laughs> six foot nine. Nice. Guys, Red it's Garrett. another return guest. It's JP McDade. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. I think my weight fluctuates anywhere between 70 and 210 pounds. <laughs> okay. But yeah. You, you guys are both right. 210. Yeah. Around uh, there. I'm close to that. Uh, <laughs> feeling good about that. Uh, <laughs> foot shorter. Uh, how you guys doing? How's everybody doing? Excellent. Good I'm Sunday. Good. I, I saw two uh, when I was walking in, uh, or kind of a couple blocks away. I saw a, uh, an older gentleman on, here on the Upper West Side uh, walking two uh, fat, overweight uh, Dachshunds, and uh, I'm still riding that high. Right I now. saw them too. Oh, you did? Okay, yeah. you must have been right behind yeah, me. This guy's doing a real, uh, real tour of the city. So that's always a treat for me. Really, you know, it's just like I respect them. Just want to give them a little salute. Say thanks. Best of luck to the dogs. Yeah, I, yeah, and like I don't want to. Don't acknowledge me, owner. All right, I'm looking nope. at the dogs. I want to talk to you for sure. Yeah, don't. If I'm not making eye contact with you, it's because I'm not interested in whatever. Yeah, you the mind? dogs actually own the apartment in the Upper West Side. That's the human that they take out. I'm for a while. trying to take a picture of your dogs, man. Please don't bother me. Please hold this. Themselves. Doesn't involve you. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, this does not concern you whatsoever. I'm trying to create some content here. Uh, I, I do feel like that's one of the upsides because we now record again uh by stand up new york on the upper west side please don't come murder us but uh there's like a lot of good we recorded trump tower yeah (laughs) yeah uh you don't have to worry about where we get our money from it's fine um there are just like a lot of really good good dog sightings up here a lot of a lot of purebred uh genetic atrocities created by humans to be cute. Yeah. You ever see those like uh, like a great dane being walked in the city and just extrapolate it and wonder how big that apartment is? Yeah, yeah it's, it's such enormous. a power move. Or how miserable is this dog? Yeah. <laughs> this dog is like, well, this sucks. Just put me in the crate. What's the matter? You the know? dog is already like in a little the crate. shower bending its head <laughs> yeah, so it right. can get under the stream. <laughs> That's how I feel when I see someone as tall as you, JP. I'm Thank just you. like it takes. How does he do it? How does he live in this expensive city? You have to like. You have to have a lot of space. You have to consume a lot. Oh man, there are only certain parts of the subway where you can stand up comfortably. Exactly. Over your head. People mistake you for one of the poles and hold on to you. <laughs> like, oh, it's just oh, a very man. thin man. It's a thin man. Enough, Sorry. enough of the pole jokes. Okay. <laughs> pole locks. Oh no. I. Uh, here we go. <laughs> the other thing I like about being up here is. Uh, you see celebrity sightings that are very fitting. Like the best one that were you that was with you. I was Eli. not, and I'm. I think about it every time I see this man in a show or something. Yeah. Oh, so we saw, we saw we saw a guy. Uh, Eli and I were walking out one after we recorded. This is a woman a while ago now. Uh, 
and it was like, is that Bob Balaban or just a stereotypical Upper West Side guy who looks like Bob Balaban? Bob Balaban. And it was Bob Balaban. I'm 99% sure it was Bob Balaban. This is the most Bob Balaban neighborhood in That's the right. city. This is the Bob. We record in the Bob Balaban district. That's Bob Balaban Tower is actually what we do. Right? <laughs> Balaban is an acronym for this neighborhood. Yeah. It's a very long acrostic. Before Balaban. and lower behind age. <laughs> I don't know. I lost it halfway it's through. It's fun to say. Bob I had Balaban. one of those like ambiguous celebrity songs where I wasn't sure if it was them and it with peter dinklage and i saw peter uh, who i thought was peter dinklage and then i got up closer and it turns out it was him and he okay. was yelling at a guy for taking a picture of him on the sidewalk <laughs> so i feel like that's, that's a that's a big relief to uh uh hey everybody so we had a little bit of a, a little bit of gap there uh <laughs> we've taken about a half hour break yeah shit uh, has hit the fan we uh <laughs> we had, there's some kind of scheduling conflict uh, and we had the possibly the most uh the most damaging and humbling thing to happen to three stand-up comics is to get uh, moved out of something we were working on by an improv show. So devastating <laughs> stuff. Yeah, very grim. Going to be thinking about this for a while. Our careers are ruined. We're yeah. in gutter. <laughs> laying, in be- laying in bed tonight, just like, well. Uh, so uh, anyway, we're back. We we're I, talking I, about Peter Dinklage. I do want to just, so this improv, so there's an improv show happening in the studio where we normally record. Uh, we were accidentally <laughs> double booked, I guess. And uh, we were all bummed out, and we, like, come to this other studio. Shelby, thank you so much. Shelby, like, set Work everything up again. Like it, damn it, all up. It, all, it all worked out, but we could see the people entering to <laughs> go to the improv show. Stupid idiot named a- Amy Poheller or something. What <laughs> yeah. name Some is? asshole. Yeah. Horatio. San- like, these, who Who's are named these Horatio? People? Come who, on. Who are these jabronis? Come on. Uh, but there, like, there were maybe five people that walked in there, and... <laughs> They're all old. <laughs> They're all old. We're starting the, a feud right now. The first one came in with a fedora on. Like it's, <laughs> it's, it's really adding insult to injury to have to look at them. I hope they're not in there. Like, oh, I feel so bad that we displaced the podcast. <laughs> Maybe we should listen to an episode. Of yeah, right. <laughs> no, they don't feel bad. <laughs> they don't feel. It's anything. okay. Being in an improv team that's not like a house team somewhere it requires like a, such a high level, even a higher level of delusion than doing stand up because you have a group <laughs> of people that are all keeping this thing afloat, this like dream afloat. Um, so they're fine. They'll be yeah, fine. they'll be fine. Best of luck to the improv. Team. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> See, he's got it. He's funny. Yeah. He's did, did, McDade slides right in to the, <laughs> McDade, uh, to the best of luck. They're actually an animal improv troupe, so they fit in. They're very uh, thematic with the show. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. All of their all, sketches are they are about an animal getting loose somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> and becoming mayor. <laughs> yeah, that's an improv show I'd watch. I mean, like somebody who's pretending to be like a cow that's loose or a pig, just like. <laughs> <laughs> and they run through the like, audience. Take these Oreos, yeah. <laughs> Hey, we got these or- Pe- Penelope. We got these Oreos. Or was it Penelope? It was Penelope. I think that was Penelope. Yeah. They have a coach who's like, uh, your baying needs work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I've been meaning to tell you. This baying of a hog. Um, I, I do think it would be really funny to do like a, like the, the premise is that it's a sketch group, or no, the premise is that it's an improv group doing the show, but you plan it out ahead of time and all of the scenes are just the same scenario over and over again <laughs> yeah and just see how quickly it takes people to catch on did oh, i hear did I, did I hear back. did i hear dmv again <laughs> it's just every what the hell same. <laughs> i think that'd be really funny they have a psychotic break like you know, <laughs> completely meltdown we need another location it's like i'm hearing dmv again <laughs> no hell i said hell 
<laughs> I'm the only one here. Or like it starts it starts with the suggestion that the person gives, but then it always goes back to the yes. exact same scenario. Right. I'm surprised like, there's, there's not a pig more loose in hell. <laughs> improv fraud? Yeah, just like pre-staged improv. This is an improvised I feel this like this is they're... only partially improvised. I think those are the tricks they teach you in UCB. Yeah, I've never taken a class. <laughs> it's like they but I think agree. they agree on things ahead of time. It's like the highest level of Scientology when you get to like UCB 401. They teach you yeah. the real yeah. things. <laughs> yeah, once you once you cross the once you're on the bridge. I do <laughs> think that is like I think I, I don't know. Have you guys ever taken improv? I haven't Not. taken. I've done it four or five times. It's fun. I yeah. can't. I can't take it. Yeah. <laughs> it is fun. I do think that is something that like it is kind of allowed in improv. Not planning it out ahead of time, but like you have if idea. you have a funny idea in yeah, practice yeah. and yeah. then you start executing that idea, like that's allowed. You yeah. find a place for it and it works out. It's, yeah, yeah, I don't I don't have the right personality type for it because I, I, I the second something starts like going poorly, I would be so one foot out the door, like backing uh, away from the premise, uh, like not staying committed. <laughs> you fail like, immediately. Like, I don't know what these guys are doing. Right? <laughs> like, trying to get my own laughs, like, oh, my man. own like my own like side. Everything action. that's going on in this scene reminds me of my wife. Yeah. <laughs> Like, can you believe these guys? Like, what are you doing right now, man? It's I, like, oh, I'm just, uh, I broke the fourth Morris wall to out. protect myself. I tried out for an improv troupe in college, like, before I even did comedy. Because I knew I wanted to do comedy, and there was, like, nothing to do at my school except be on the improv troupe. And I tried out, and, like, when I think back about that tryout, it's like, I just started doing stand-up. Yes. Like, I just, like, I, I remember because, like, in the scene that we were doing for, like, my tryout, like Kat the, is like there's two kinds of black people <laughs> <laughs> just immediately no like the other guy whoa, brought whoa. Up, <laughs> the other guy brought up Thomas Kincaid like as like a bit and so I think I just started time. doing like bits about Thomas Kincaid like, like yeah, facing like, the audience you're, ta- you're tapping somebody in the back like and you're just like so what else did I want to talk about yeah. you guys single dating it's like oh, hang on you can't all right <laughs> Just shoehorning your act into other situations. It's like I, like the idea of like doing karaoke, but just like picking like a quiet song and then just like doing your act like <laughs> while everyone has to listen to you. You bring up your it's counts of stage time. Yeah. I feel like I've talked During about November rain. I talked about Jokey on this podcast, right? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. basically what that is. Yeah, but that's like agreed upon. Though. That should be. Every <laughs> I'm talking show. about doing it when people are like, "What the fuck is this? Yeah. This is not a song. Just renegade. Yeah, trying out material. This is not. Uh, you're not. What, you. First of all, you pick a song that is an instrumental and it's very long. I don't know why. I don't even know why it's in the book. Closet. (laughs) I'm going to use these three bits. Um, Yeah, so I think we 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 warm back up after that brief uh, interview. Yeah, we're doing all right. Okay, so should we get the blood feud's not over, but we warm back up. Right, exactly. I like the idea. Like if we finish, well, at the exact same time they finish, and we're like trying to get out the door, and we just like stare them down for a second. Absolutely. In this incredibly narrow hallway. (laughs) <laughs> when in reality, be like, oh, oh, sorry, yeah, excuse me, please. Oh yeah, me. we're cowards. Yeah. That's Absolutely. fine. That's true. Uh, Shelby, cut all this, please. Thank you. Uh, I don't want to make it. Well, a single enemy in the world. No. Um, uh, I should just say uh, in advance of uh, we're going to be recording this. Uh, um, we're looking forward to uh, finding out who the new president's going to be tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're recording. Um, assume I, I assume once we're maybe tonight done recording, uh, we will have gotten him. Yeah, he will we, have been we got. got him. He's he's currently. Uh, Running around outside on the White House lawn, uh, being chased uh, by a bunch of cops waving nightsticks. <laughs> Robert Mueller has a net, and that uh, that's him. right. <laughs> yeah, they're and, going through different doors in the White House and like popping out of other ones. Right. Yep. And sometimes there's like a scary like guy in like a Wolfman outfit. Yeah. For some reason, like occasionally, like a babe, a bikini babe. And then at one point, Trump is chasing them. Yeah. And they go back. 
So everyone that we don't like is going to go to jail. That's yep. my understanding. So They're going to uh, bring Hillary Clinton out for one last job? Brave Improv new team, world. you're going down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to Gitmo with That's right. Donald Trump. That's right. Uh, so hey, let's, uh, let's get this thing going. Let's do it. Number five. Okay, number five. Uh, some exciting news from our friends to the north. Canada, of course. <laughs> um, uh-huh. <laughs> so The Night's Watch. <laughs> They're keeping us safe. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Canada. The nice um, guys. <laughs> the the sweethearts. The sweethearts to our north. Uh, they are getting, Toronto specifically, is getting, uh, this is like a weird headline um, c- because of the specificity. Toronto is getting North America's first Garfield-themed restaurant. So that implies that other Garfield themed restaurants South exist. America, Europe, Africa. Yep. Every other continent has a Garfield themed I would like to know how, <laughs> We're the can- last how, how did Canada beat us to it? That's something I'm curious about. Yeah. Also, a bunch of penguins going into the Garfield restaurant that's just for penguins. <laughs> I feel like that would be a Garfield comic strip. <laughs> that's more of a Heathcliff thing, I think. Mm, yeah, yeah. Just a complete nonsense. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> this is a garbage ape for some reason. I'm uh, just imagining Heathcliff like planting a flag on the South Pole. Yeah. Like, I can see that image very vividly in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, Garfield doesn't really get out much, so I don't think he would be right doing that. That's right. Well, is it so? So so Garfield Garfield's themed a, restaurant. He's a brooding type, like Doonesbury. I feel like Garfield. Yeah. I feel like Garfield's very negative. I feel like he doesn't really like the Canadian spirit. I feel like is not really. Yeah, he's not you know. like even he likes lasagna, but I feel like it's like he likes lasagna for its like sedative effect, right. yeah. not because he like he likes to eat lasagna that comes in a pan that's the exact same size and shape as his bed. Yeah, and then he just gets back in his bed. He yeah, the he only eats... way I can sleep. <laughs> this is the only way the demons will leave me alone. <laughs> I, I do think lasagna. it is like imagine a twin bed sized. <laughs> Um, like trough of French fries, yeah. and then you just eat them all, and then you just tuck yourself into it. Yeah, That's... I remember Garfield also had some very shapely turkey legs, yeah. and like hams and steaks and Weird, things. They're weirdly suggestive, very yeah. curvaceous, <laughs> Jim Davis. like Instagram babe chicken legs. Like they were curvy, drawn in curvy white, where like the Catholic Church wouldn't allow nudes, so they just like drew very sexual meats. It's like a <laughs> sexy ham wearing like a fashion Nova dress. Yeah, <laughs> it was a thought of a ham. It was, it was a thick ham. I have His always selling flat tummy tea. What's going on here? I have always wanted. I've never eaten one of those big turkey legs, and I've like always. I've, that's we were talking about. Like they're too much. I I wanted things that I know are bad that I want to do before I die. Comedy on a cruise, eating a whole giant turkey leg. Oh, we got to do a cruise. <laughs> Renaissance Fair cruise. That's also a comedy. <laughs> Get them, knock them all out in one. Stone. Folks, buy tickets now for the What a Time cruise. Like, yep. This is the worst spelled, event that's ever been put on. It's a Renaissance <laughs> Fair comedy cruise, so it's spelled uh, What a Time, T Y M E. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and we're all in. Just the worst people. We just. do <laughs> news stories from like the 1300s. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> from the advent of the printing press. <laughs> You guys uh, heard about this? We, yeah. we, we promised we weren't going to do too many more plague stories, but this one is just too good. It's a classic. We can't. Number five. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Garfield, Garfield Restaurant. Yeah. So, um, Does it only sell lasagna? It doesn't. See, this is... I hope they sell the secondary Garfield foods, like I mentioned before. I don't think they sell shapely turkey legs, which yeah. is too bad. Um, they sell uh, pizza, cookies, um, lasagna, of course. 
um, a few flavors of Garfacino coffees, which sounds revolting. Like, Garf. it doesn't sound like the word Garfield. You Gar- can put Garf in front of anything. <laughs> Garfacino is like, that's worse than the Dunkachino from, like, from, the, from yeah. the Jack and Jill with Al Pacino. My name is Garfacino. <laughs> Actually, it's Dunk. Dunkachino? That's like, like this the dumbest. They all love my Garfacino. <laughs> We're going to Garf our brains out. No one can see this. Burn, Burn all this. copies. The greatest scene in film history. It's very funny. It's the, I don't know anything about the rest of Jack and Jill other than he wants to, uh, I think he wants to fuck Adam Sandler in a wig. Yes. He's playing himself and he wants to fuck Adam Sandler in a wig. Oh, was yeah. this on the podcast where I talked about how, um, I don't think it was. So when I lived in Austin, the uh, door box office woman at the comedy club, she also worked for like film PR companies. Mm-hmm. So she'd have all this leftover like promotional bullshit that she would just give to comics for Swag. freaks. We're nice. all broke. And so there was like a year in Austin where every stand-up comedian was wearing a Jack and Jill beanie. <laughs> <laughs> the entire scene. Everyone had one. And I remember talking about this, and the first thing uh, Patty said was, have you seen this, the Dunkachino scene? It's so good. Jack and Jill? It's, it's weird. It's iconic. Yeah. Uh, That's the first scene of the movie, right? I think it is. I think it opens on Dunkachino. Start strong. Well, then, yeah. well, then, but then he shows it to him, and he's like, "No one can ever no see one this." Can see this. They zoom out, and they're like in an office. Yeah, he's like <laughs> he's like weirdly like he's weirdly committed to this movie of all movies. He phoned in in so many movies, and then yeah. he's like yeah. super high energy in the Jack he's, and like Adam Sandler and Adam Sandler's twin girl. So just Adam Sandler going, "Oh, I don't know, boys." Yeah. Like you know, like the, yeah, this, like, is, the, this is the one I'm going to go Bunny, for. Elmer yeah. Fudd, right, like full right. on, yeah. Um, so so okay so there's the gar- they've got Dun- Dunkachinos they have Garfacinos they have so the pizza and cookies while not traditional Garfield foods are shaped like Garfield okay which means oh, they wow. are basically like round with two little with nubs two bumps, on the top right. yeah. oh those are like oh that cookie looks like Garfield shape of anything yeah <laughs> yeah it's a very vague shape. hey is that a, is that a Garfield shaped chocolate chalk chip cookie yeah shaped like his head how'd or you know like a bad oval. <laughs> Yeah, it does just look like a bad, gross oval. It's like when you uh, when you ask it's, he's for not a heart shaped pizza from like those like yeah. stupid like Reddit posts where it's like uh, it's Valentine's Day. Can I get a heart shaped pizza from uh, Papa John's? And they're like, oh fuck you. Man. Well, as, a, as like, a former pizza flipper myself, it's very hard to shape pizza into what you want. Like yeah, stretching that the, dough. Yeah, it's difficult. the only shape that really makes sense. It's not like you pour it like pancakes into a mold and it works out, unless you do that. Perhaps, <laughs> and it's just really bad pizza. Yeah. Um, Garfield was never a stickler for quality. That's true. So that's true. He's quantity man for yeah. sure. We were we were talking about this, and so like pizza is not uh, traditionally it, a Garfield food. Does it sit in restaurant? No. So that's the other thing is it's like basically just a delivery service. <laughs> which... You could never go there on dates, like John, loser. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like just eating in sad with your cat. <laughs> All um, meals are for one. A cat who hates you and you hate him. I don't know if I'm sure New York has these places. I don't think I've discovered any yet but um austin had like a place like this where it was like a 24-hour food delivery place that didn't have like a sit-down location it was like only on apps and stuff and it was it was called big bite and it was like like a commissary kitchen yeah it was for chinese restaurant it was for (laughs) shithead college kids and like the domino some of the dominoes don't really have you can pick up there but they have like one table yeah it's it basically just exists on the internet yeah i was like like, there's a service that delivered like uh meals called maple that was like that it was like a david chang invested in it was really great um but then it didn't make any money and it's gone now that's too bad because like yeah if if 
a David Chang version of this sounds good. Big yeah. Bite was like, do you want, um, we will just uh, defrost Aramark mozzarella sticks <laughs> for you yeah. and like send that them to you in to two me. hours. Well, yeah. Domino's briefly went the other way where they were like, oh, we're doing a new thing where we have a special window where you can watch us make the pizza. Like, who is that appealing to? I don't want to see that. You're not watching Stradivarius <laughs> like, I don't make need a to know violin. This, like, I don't want to know where this comes Domino's from. Pizza. I already, I regret it the second I eat it. All right. Like I have like, it's like a whole, there's a whole cycle for ordering. I would not volunteer to view it more than I have to. It's a shame cycle. It's, I, want, I don't even I look want at Domino's. it while I'm eating it. Exactly. I don't want to see what it looks like. It just goes I, right into my mouth. I eat in the, the dark. Yeah. I get the I get the deep dish pizza or whatever it's called now, the classic pan or whatever. So this is perfect. I feel ill. Man, it's going to be like, that... bring me my garfacado toast and let me just eat it in shame. <laughs> I just had like a flashback to like the first joke I ever wrote, which was about eating in the dark. It yeah. was weird. It was about, it was about Whataburger. And uh, I, I like went to Whataburger like drunk at two in the morning and I got back to my room and I realized that my roommate's bedroom window and my bedroom window, like she could see into my room. Yeah. Like it, I realized cause there it was were like angled, night. So you yeah. Like... Um, so my, I didn't want to, her to see me eating Whataburger, so I just turned the lights off. <laughs> I just ate it in the dark. That's like a restaurant concept from the early 2000s. Oh, I, right. The dark restaurant. Or had, and also the ones where you shit. had to be naked also. What? Wait, what? There were there there were some restaurants where it's like you eat, everyone's naked, but you, maybe, maybe they're not both of those. <laughs> there were I mean, some, I feel there like There were some where everyone's naked, and there were some where you both. eat in the dark. I, it's the important for it to be both. See, yeah. That everyone's naked and they can't write you up. Exactly, it's a yeah, that's true. It's the health inspectors lacked object, lack object what permanence. Just, it's like did someone just brush against my shoulder? <laughs> yeah, that I feel like it's no like a very soft finger. <laughs> Do you want to me? replicate the experience of shame eating in public, dark and nude? Perfect. Yeah. That's what I want. Yes. Like, how does that make it better? In front it's, of my it's, date. It's like the same. Like I don't know. I feel like tech dipshits love that guy. Oh, it's like a sensory. That's true. You know, it's tech a... tech dip, dipshits love uh, two restaurant concepts. Um, gimmicky things like that and then also um very expensive versions of food you eat as a child those are their favorite things because they're yeah, all peanut like butter and children. jelly place that's like yeah bespoke yeah like a fancy grilled cheese that you pay 20 dollars for they yeah. like love that or shit. any kind of place where you cook the meat yourself at the table mm. like you do most of the work yeah that's good but too i'll pay yes i'll pay 500 dollars. <laughs> well i would never i will never besmirch the good name of chinese hot pot where you do that which is oh, like sure. my favorite you're, you're hot pot that sounds great love it hot love it head. going on tuesday folks folks so garfield you can do that at any hibachi place too just if you are, are assertive enough in front of the chef that's true like, yeah like, does garfield <laughs> I know what i'm doing does garfield deliver your food does a guy in a garfield costume deliver the food it's, the, it's only garfield shaped which is insane it's does, like is it Garfield brand? Is like the box? Is like the pizza box have Garfield all over it? I I don't see. Okay, yes, the the pizza box has like Garfield comic strips on it. Okay. Um, the other crazy detail about this you story. Save that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a collector's item for sure. Um, the other crazy wall. thing about this story is that, like I said in this uh, headline, Toronto is getting North America's first Garfield themed restaurant. This concept called Garfield Eats, one word, mm-hmm. uh, like Uber Eats. It has one other location and that location is dubai <laughs> so you know i would have thought abu dhabi yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's where he sends normal he doesn't send oh, normal right. to dubai whoa oh man what if they pull. just love normal and abu dhabi because of that <laughs> it's like how um uh people in iran uh really like queen like even when like homosexuality is very criminalized there they're like that's he's the persian i love queen oh that's yeah. amazing yeah, yeah they yeah. love big teeth 
They lo- that's why they love that movie. <laughs> they idolize big teeth. Could you imagine two big chiclet teeth? Being like a poor person in the Emirates who lives in like a tent city where it's always 120 degrees, right. and you like commute into the golden city to make stuff for rich people and you have to work at the garfield place <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's like i i don't know i was saying this before we started because i was talking to patty about how this place is in dubai and i was like is it racist to think dubai is like really fucked up is that bad because it seems really fucked up well no because it's just the worst parts of america magnified exactly like, that's yeah. all it is just right what which we're is doing. why the garfield thing tracks to yeah. me. <laughs> yeah uh but also like i'm just imagining like Jim Davis going there and being treated like a like a sultan, you know, <laughs> carried like, in on a beard. Just, he's got just he's sitting on like a huge bed with like tons of like flowing like yeah. you know lacy, not lacy but like uh, see through curtains, sheer fabrics, and the winds, a blowing, lot of textures, and a lot someone, of throw pillows. And someone just brings him his lasagna and he's eating it and he's just uh, <laughs> just laying there in his own just opulence. But he gets yeah, into a babe a... is feeding him lasagna like it's a. Bunch they of have like grapes. a bunch of yeah, a bunch of grapes that are that are plucked to be the shape of Garfield, which is to say like kind of round but with a couple bumps on them. <laughs> um, Do you think Jim Davis is getting a kickback from this? That's the other question. Because be. I assume like the Garfield company like licenses it out or whatever. I, or I, they're going to get sued. That's I mean, it's the one thing, or the other. yeah. Because, yeah, I, I, it's just very weird to me that it would go. It would go like, I, I guess Garfield is globally popular, but it seems to me it's such a quintessential like oh, Mondays, right? I guess that's international. That's like a Look, universal thing. But like hating Mondays transcends all cultures. I guess. I mean, like, <laughs> it, it, isn't the Sabbath not on the same day? And a lot of you know what I mean. Like, it, 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 <laughs> does every country work the same? There's exact? no way France has. It resonates that much. In right. Place. That's true, yeah. Places where people are less, slightly less worked to death. Just like, Gar- Gar- like Garfield in like a yellow vest, like smashing up like the fancy boutiques on like the Champs-Élysées. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, all right. So how, how did this bypass the U.S. entirely? They found know, no man. support in the U.S. Where's I Garfield guess, from? That's a good question. Well, J- well, Jim Davis is from like Indiana. That makes sense. That makes, yeah. That somehow like tracks for I think Jim me, Davis but... went to Bowling Green, I want to say. But you know what this means? If they, he's, if they had now have a presence in Dubai, is uh, uh, the Dilbert guy is going to take sides with the Shiites. Yeah. You're going to have <laughs> <laughs> a It's going to cause a lot of problems. Yeah. Anyway, best of luck to Garfield Eats. Uh, I bet it's gross. I bet it's gross. Also, you can't cut a Garfield-shaped pizza into equal slices, and that bothers no me. No way. Yeah, somebody's going to get hosed on that, huh? Yeah. Well, I'll take, well okay, we each, we each get one of the ears. I guess the thing is, then, like, uh, if you really like crust, you could take the ear piece. Get the tail. The tail probably has a lot of crust. You it's can't just put head It's just his head. It's very, oh, that's yeah. right. It's just his head. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. It's what a, a mess. Rip-off. It's a mess. All right. Well, uh, if anyone in Canada, want, in Toronto, wants to go try it, please let us know. Yeah, let us know What's how their it is. Deliver- is it a flat delivery rate? Because we could get it delivered here. <laughs> <laughs> Kickstarter, please. Please send, send us. Send us the delivery fee. Please. We'll get hire a Lyft driver to drive it from Toronto. Pack it here. in dry ice and send it to us. <laughs> dry ice, as discussed uh, last week. Oh, this, uh, we got some new. Uh, we have a new uh, new Luke, Luke Monas sound drop. Um, referring to last <laughs> week, I figured we just play that for everybody here. I've seen a bird kill itself. So <laughs> just something important to memorialize. Thank you for everyone. Uh, all right, so let's keep going. Number four. Number four, uh, this is a, a story of when, when, I, when I heard JP was coming in, uh, we had to get this one here. Uh, this is a uh, Connecticut story, baby. 203, baby. Uh, this is uh, Where's that? It's the southern area code of Connecticut. There's 203 and 860. I see. Yeah. We hate the 860. 
Yeah, they're bad. We, we don't respect them. Does Ludacris say 203 in area codes? I don't think he does. I don't think so. Yeah, I remember I remember listening to it and being like, come on, Listening come on. for your <laughs> southern Connecticut. I want to be one of the hoes. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not clear what this has to do with yeah. me. Just, I want him to say the thing he with me. He has so many hoes in Fairfield, Connecticut. Yeah. <laughs> We're not recognized in a lot of art, so <laughs> please hit on something. Just, look. Just Gilmore girls. Hose, That's okay? it. Yeah, they're hoes. They're hoes there. Uh, so... <laughs> So this is from Westport, Connecticut. Probably Ooh. fewer hoes there. Yeah. Which uh, I do want to say is where um, my bully from summer camp was from. Makes a lot of sense. The tracks. Yeah. Yeah. She, she read yeah. my journal. Uh, hey, Abby, if you're listening, fuck you. <laughs> what she do? She like smack you with an oar? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She, uh, That's why you don't have a journal. It's bad OPSEC. I know. As a kid, you got to be, you know. I got my journal read so much. She tied you to a <laughs> Constantly getting and dragged owned. you around. <laughs> Yeah, she ruined my craft projects. My my popsicle stick god's eye. She oh, broke it come on. <laughs> you call this a god's eye? <laughs> wow, so <laughs> apparently Jay's dad from The Critic is yeah. the... Uh... <laughs> That's how everyone from Connecticut sounds. Right. Yeah. Take that, Guernica. <laughs> Take that back across the lake. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, back to the slightly less rich kids camp. Yeah, uh, as opposed, yeah, it's like it's like the the camp from heavyweight, the upper middle class, a slightly nicer version. <laughs> camp is the yeah. shitty one. Yeah, um, so uh, you don't even have horses, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, so anyway, this is Westport, Connecticut. Uh, headline here, and this is a headline that I saw in, uh, in the taxi TV. Oh, and I yeah. like lunged at the screen, <laughs> but it's very confusing. You're trying to take a screenshot. It's very of the confusing taxi because like it's hard to hit because they're all they're all kind of like so used up over the time that you have to really kind of you match have to them. Really, yeah. And also, it's also like, I don't feel anything anymore. I'm click it, and, it, and it says like <laughs> click text launch, but then it, by then it already flipped over to the next thing. Yeah. So I immediately Googled it like to find the headline. I had enough of you the keywords in the, the right headline. spots. Yeah, yeah. just can't feel anything <laughs> anymore. Uh, so it's a uh, mystery box levers. Torment resident of wealthy Connecticut community for a year, according to the police. <laughs> and this is in Westport, Connecticut. Police are asking for help identifying two people in a bizarre mystery that has plagued a homeowner in wealthy Connecticut town. They keep leaving boxes on the person's front lawn. It's the opposite of a package thief. Yeah, so they just. This like, is like the plot of Lost Highway. Like this is right. exactly what happens. Someone, someone's just leaving these boxes. Um, and what's in them? Uh, well, some of the boxes have contained uh, headless chickens. So. Jesus. Okay. That's the start of a meal, though. So okay. yeah, right. <laughs> this yeah, is that's the delivery service. That's the Garfield delivery service. Leaving. <laughs> this <laughs> feels tried. this feels a little bit like they're extrapolating more than they should. But uh, it's not clear why boxes are being left on the lawn. Police say the headless ritual. chickens may be tied to religious or cultural rituals. Like, okay, mm-hmm. thanks. That was my first thought because I've watched a lot of Law and Order. Um, I feel like Law and Order loves a Santeria episode. Yes, I've yes, seen like do. many Santeria Law and Orders. Yeah. That's one of the best James Bond movies. Is the one with like voodoo and stuff. Yeah, it's also a good thread in uh, in a uh, uh, Devil's Advocate. That's the first case that Keanu Reeves gets when mm. he gets assigned to John Milton's firm. That's uh, Al Pacino's name in the movie. Is John Milton? John Milton. John he looks Duncan like a Chino. John Milton. Well, John <laughs> Duncachino Milton. Yeah, uh, it's his nickname from law school. I will defend Devil's Advocate forever. Uh, Delroy Lindo is the voodoo guy, and uh, it's only nice. a health code case. And he's like, he kills a goat. That's the thing. Yeah. Anyway, so the police say that there is no reason to believe the homeowner is being targeted. I would guess the homeowner. <laughs> is not too comforted by this. Yeah, there's no reason to believe they're being targeted apart from... Uh, I can think of one reason. The fact just that the all evidence of, them of what's are, happened. Yeah. are left on their lawn. Uh, footage released by police shows two people walking down the street. One of them, who appears to be a man, pauses when he reaches, reaches, reaches a fenced yard. He lifts a medium-sized cardboard box over the fence and places it down the yard. Then he walks off in the direction of the Westport train station. 
I would I've been watch to that train station many times. Yeah, <laughs> I would watch to, this um... uh, this this like Poltergeist sequel yeah, absolutely. Like, for sure. Near the West Park train station, so I was there not too long ago visiting some pals when I had a show at a, a Fairfield Comedy Club. We went to a um, Match out. Burger Lobster. Did you ever go to this place? Okay, no, that sounds great though. It's quite good. Burger Lobster. It's well, it's just like, they have they actually do have like a lobster burger as like a the like lobsters a, make sandwiches. burgers. But it's oh, lobster, it's lobster you're telling rolls. me a lobster made this burger? Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> It's, uh, I love they all, a lobster They all clean roll. their rooms. Um, it's a Jordan Peterson themed restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, this is the best burger I've ever had. <laughs> That's all he eats, right? All he eats is like red meat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Diet. If you could serve it to me without the bun or cooking it, you got the <laughs> you've got the accent down. That's pretty good, actually. It, would you call that an accent? I don't well, know if I call that of, an accent. The way, the way, the way he said about okay. it, like kind of Canadian-y. Attention to detail. Yeah. I appreciate that. Um, so anyway, so this, uh, no real closure on that one yet. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> as it develops. It's going to turn into a grisly murder story. And it's right. Like, I mean, yeah, it's, it's one of those things weird. where it's like, well, this seems like it's kind of threatening, but oh yeah. well. Um, but so. that's I just love the idea of some Westport yuppie just frequently opening his door and yelling, like, what do you want? Yeah. <laughs> Han, it's the chickens again. I. That's what's like so strange because i just i just feel like if you're a person who lives in a wealthy town in connecticut anything involving your lawn or any activities <laughs> yes. on your lawn is like of utmost importance oh, lawns to you. Are sacred i just yeah. feel like most people in westport are more, people in westport are more likely to call the police over like their kid not making varsity lacrosse yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. that's why they call the police <laughs> so many so much crying wolf in that town the police are just completely desensitized to these clear mafia death threats that yeah. are being left on the doorstep like, yeah it's probably not it's their reasoning for they don't believe it's a target is like you seem nice. Who would do this to you? Right. <laughs> Meanwhile, no, one's, no one nice has ever been the victim of a crime. Exactly. <laughs> we live in Westport, Connecticut. What's the problem? But this person has called the cops for like not getting a smile from a cashier at right. the local deli. <laughs> All right, right. So, okay. Well, I'm calling the police. This is happening. <laughs> Hope you can explain this to Mark. Uh, I, he's the chief. I know him. All right. Um, I got him elected. Yeah, yeah. So I guess best of luck to these people. Westport, we're Westport strong. Uh, we're has, hashtag Westport strong. Westport strong. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, have that's right. ribbons that we're selling on the website. Westport strong, baby. All What's right, the color? The What's oh, the... Ah! <laughs> What's the... I'm imagining the ribbon of support. Um, I'm, I'm guessing a, a tartan, perhaps? I'm like... guessing like a, a waspy blue and white type mm. of nautical thing. Yeah, or like uh, that faded like uh, Nantucket red. Yeah. It's actually they licensed the color of a... A blue that was only featured on sobs at one point. <laughs> <laughs> the nine threes. Yeah, that's that sob, that sob owned, and, and then when sob went away, they they kept the rights to the paint. We must have this color for our beach house. Yeah, or one of those diesel Mercedes. You know, the, the old, they made those. Yeah, those old those old ass diesel Mercedes. Uh, <laughs> so good luck to Westport. <laughs> Number three. Okay, uh, this story comes to us from Iguana Helium Cube in the Discord, which I gotta say, Iguana MVP. Helium Cube really delivers. Brings the heat. A lot, lot of stories getting on the show from you. Thank you so much. Um, I really... We're gonna find out that Iguana Helium Cube is like Shakespeare, where it was actually like multiple people. <laughs> yeah, it's a collective. No one person could produce all of this. Yeah, and, and in a long, long enough timeline, they're gonna make an Iguana Helium Cube in love, and it's gonna <laughs> not deserve the Oscars, but it's win them anyway. <laughs> I think it's going to be like a uh, a nightcrawler situation where um, they uh, are actually the people perpetrating this so that they can. <laughs> yes. How are you always the first the one right... on the scene in these crazy stories? Exactly. Just letting all these animals loose, <laughs> doing all these crazy things. Exactly. 
Um, so, so yeah. Knocking, knocking hear that? Rand police? Paul off his lawnmower. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> yes, it's actually the guy who tackled Rand Paul. If That's anyone right. asks, my name is Rene Bouget. <laughs> <laughs> Do not follow up on this information. <laughs> I am not a Guana Helium Q. <laughs> I like your Cajun says a little Jamaican. I like that. A little island flavor in there. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's uh, also my Scottish. Yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah. Just, uh, it's a one accent, just an omnibus weird accent. Yeah. <laughs> not from here. That's how I do it. <laughs> the there's like a couple, there's like not from here uh, former British colony, and then there's like not from here Eastern Europe. Like those yeah. are the two flavors of like. <laughs> You can be that, or you can be like Tommy Wiseau. Like those are the two. Oh, hello. <laughs> yeah, just very, very unsure where he's indeterminate from. origin. Yeah, I am from the Arkansas part of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this story comes to us from uh, Missouri, and uh, it's a story about uh, a, a enterprise car rental dealership. Um, just some classic goings on there. Um, they had a 19 year old employee who uh, got in trouble. As you should. You know, if, if something needs to get done, yeah, you hand it off to a 19-year-old. Get a 19-year-old, absolutely. They know what doing. Um, so this 19-year-old uh, decided to dose his uh, three colleagues at the Enterprise rental car yes. uh, with LSD. He put uh, some LSD in two of their water bottles and a third one's coffee cup. And uh, they... <laughs> I, okay, I'm kind of with this guy on this. So... <laughs> it's really funny because apparently when asked about this by the police, uh, the guy literally said that he did it because they had, quote, negative energy, <laughs> which kicks yeah. ass. I had already, it, officer, I already called you about their vibes. Exactly. So you didn't come. <laughs> well, I, th- this is the thing is like, that is a very funny thing to say. But when these people got dosed with LSD, their response was to call the cops. So, like, yeah, they seem like fucking narcs. Self-narcs. <laughs> yeah. The cops. They called the cops. I like that this they guy's experimenting feeling... with, like, the diff- three of them are water, but one of them is coffee. He's just, like, testing the delivery systems of this acid to see which one works best. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, maybe combining it with a little caffeine is going to do a good job. Gets in the bloodstream faster. Um, but, yeah, so they called the cops because they were feeling dizzy. So that's, you know, generally my first uh, uh, response to that. That's a little weird. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I'm kind of with the dude. Like, they, they sound like a real drag to work with. So, uh, but, yeah, he's in trouble. So Yeah, he's in trouble. Re- am, am I in trouble, man? Like, yes, you are, man. Wait, I told you about the vibes, though, right? <laughs> nah, you're still in trouble. Self de- this is self-defense. The judge is, like, really compelled by the whole vibes thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's self-defense about uh, against these psychic vampires who are trying to harsh my mellow. Yeah. The uh, judge, like, lifts up his robe, and he's wearing, like, a Grateful Dead t-shirt underneath <laughs> it. He's like, I got you, man. It's like, wow. Just- because defendant allowed these parties to enter a new phase of their comedy career with this <laughs> acid dosing i like uh have you have y'all ever done acid no i have not you keep not? meaning to it's uh what I, did jp and i have in common <laughs> <laughs> i have not I haven't done it in like ten years. It's so not I... dumb to do acid in Connecticut. Mother of us went to boarding school. I think it's probably one. Of yeah. <laughs> that's the only way people from Connecticut do acid is at boarding school. Yeah. That's it. Um, I did it in college like ten years ago. You got to go to uh, Choate, baby. It's it's uh it's pretty good, but I feel like it's one of those things where I get why people who do it sometimes need to tell everyone about how it changed their life. Yeah. But I can't think of anything worse to hear. Like to listen it's, to. Yeah. It's like the highest level of telling someone about a dream, really. Yeah, it's pretty much the same, yeah. the same type of deal. 
I, I did you ever hear anybody tell you about like like being on ayahuasca or any of that kind of thing? Uh, yes. And it's just like like the like the best thing about ayahuasca is like well first you have like horrible diarrhea and throw up a lot <laughs> yeah for like a lot a lot of time and it's like. Cool, man. This sounds okay. Well, you oh, got me already. Nice. I'm in. Let's yeah. go. Right. Like, also, like no one's ever like been weakened and like had hallucinations after being like insanely dehydrated by having <laughs> exactly right, uh, being ill. You can have a psychoactive experience just from eating food that's you bad. You just drink Clorox. Yeah, probably be fine. Just like leave some oysters out, and yeah. then you know it's basically ayahuasca. That's what yeah, I'm saying. it pretty much like just get a, a circle of people, like get a drum circle going, and then eat some bad oysters, yeah. and eat, it's like pretty bad, much the same. An undercooked garfzania and uh, just. <laughs> I see think, the face of God. I think like the I think I saw enough stuff in like entertainment and stuff that like it worked on me when I was a kid that like the idea of like having like a bad trip like twenty years later or something yeah. off it. Mm, yeah, I was yeah. like, I don't want anything permanent in my brain. That was know? a real health teacher go to. Yeah. Because acid doesn't show up in drug tests, it's not addictive. And people who are like sober use it to like help them with their sobriety. So like there really aren't a lot of negatives, so they really leaned heavily on that bad on the, trip. But thing. it could not be fun. Like that's yeah. like the You yeah. might put your baby on a hoagie roll and put it in the microwave. <laughs> yeah, it might be exactly. a waste of seven dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. And it's also like it's California cheeseburger. The the <laughs> other thing they go to with um drugs that aren't particularly harmful is they're always like, well they could have adulterated it with something. Weed, and you yeah. can't you can't do that it's with acid. Probably laced with something. <laughs> yeah. You can't do that with acid because acid, like everything else, is uh, more expensive. Right. So like, there's no reason <laughs> no anyone would just throw in some coke. <laughs> yeah. for the fun of it. And it's like you you take it in such small doses, like you can't okay, really yeah. adulterate it. But I like want to start a small business. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was there something else on this tiny piece of paper? <laughs> right. Did I accidentally? I guess now like people are like that about fentanyl. Like people are insane about like. Cops going into like OD yeah. things and like with one like hazmat suits and a flake like flying through the air yeah. and landing on somebody. Or it's something. right, the, and the it's like, oh no, you're dead. Feather. It's like turn into a skeleton. <laughs> yeah, instantly. don't. It's the PSA. That's not how fentanyl works. Yeah, like, don't put fentanyl in my acid, please. Don't put fentanyl in my acid. But also, if somebody takes fentanyl and you help them, you're not going to accidentally die of fentanyl. We that's not do, a problem. We should do acid that is made for, cut out of Garfield comic strips. I wonder if there's ever been a Garfield sheet. I probably. There must yeah. Have been. Yeah, especially when it was like when he was like baked into a lasagna. Oh. Like during like the Garfield and Friends era. <laughs> you know, that was probably peak. That writer's room was just there. Yeah, well, that's how they how did they come up with the U.S. Acres? You know. <laughs> yeah, man. Because it's just like well, one of them could just be an egg that like never hatches. It's These like, guys should insane. start their own country. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, yeah, that's yeah, a so difference between... We got the between... Garfield stories, but we aren't going to get enough mileage out of that. We need like a B story. <laughs> yeah. It's like, let's just make up a whole bunch of other characters Garfield that are completely unrelated to Garfield. It's like, that sounds good to me. That's the difference. Coke makes you want to start a small business. Acid makes you want to found a nation. That's the difference. Uh, it's really just in <laughs> How scale. do you think we got this country, man? <laughs> it's like how Eek the Cat had the uh, terrible thunder lizards. Wasn't that all part of the same cartoon? Does anyone else uh, I have no idea what Does anyone what know is? what I'm talking about? No. Odie okay. was licking something. Chelsea, yeah, he was all tongue. He eek, do you remember Eek the Cat? What is Nobody eek remembers the Eek the cat? cat? I vaguely remember the name Eek the Cat, oh but I can't gosh. picture it. Okay. Her. Listeners, I hope some of you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm, this is real. Was he a, uh, or he or she a, a rival of Felix the Cat? He was a very, he was a fraidy cat. He was afraid. Okay. Eek the, Hence the Cat. She had a girlfriend who was a giant pink lady cat who was like the stereotypical, like the nerdy guy. In, like, who's like, yeah, boy, me, wait, like Kermit. And, and she's like Biggie. hitting him with a rolling pin and yelling. <laughs> Um, but she was very nice. She looked, but she looked, she was like giant, like in the way that 
those wives. You know, apparently, according to Wikipedia, um, the show the show Eek the Cat had frequent movie spoofs of things such as Apocalypse Now and A Clockwork Orange. Yeah, they did that in like Animaniacs too, with like yeah. these movies that children should not. But have when, seen. Did, when did Eek the Cat run? Like nineteen ninety to nineteen ninety four or something? I feel like it was more recent than that. I was definitely uh, when I was a kid, obviously. Uh, ninety two to ninety seven. Yikes. Well, eat the cat. It's real. <laughs> it we sure just is. proved it. Animaniacs would always have that guy who talked like this. From he's from like fifties movies, like mm. nothing that you would have ever. Oh, seen. Oh, the guy with like the one eye that was. Yeah, like the slick back. Yeah, his eyes yeah, yeah, like yeah, bugged yeah. out. Yeah, they did a lot of like weird like film noir parodies and stuff. <laughs> yeah, they probably had like inside jokes about the Manson murders and stuff. Probably because it's on the Warner Brothers lot. Some of that, some of that shit holds up, man. Oh, I'm sure. You ever watch? You ever I'd watch? Love to watch it again. Go go on YouTube and watch Chicken Boo. It's the funniest shit ever. It's oh, like. Yeah. The premise of it is that it's like they do these very elaborate movie parodies or whatever, but Chicken Boo is literally just a chicken. So it's like everyone is reacting to him as if he is like, I don't know, fucking Humphrey Bogart or something and whatever it is, but then he's just a chicken. It's a delight. It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Check it out. Chicken Boo. Put it in the comments. We'll put a link in the comments. Put a link in the comments. (laughs) To the Disney vault or whatever it's in. (laughs) Disney Vault, they got that streaming service coming out. Apparently, they're going to be unlocking the vault for the yeah. streaming service. So oh, if, yeah? if you pay for the streaming service, you get access to the little, you can get, you still have to pay to for the racist stuff. Cling to the, That's what I was going to yeah. say. Are they putting out <laughs> everything song, in that vault? Can I get Song of the South on this thing? <laughs> I need to know. I need, I need, yeah, I need, uh, Mickey was in the clan for a little bit. Yeah, I need, it was the, weird times. I need the weird Donald Duck, like, fighting the Nazis cartoon. Yeah. Oh, the propaganda. Yeah, I need like, all that stuff. Not so great Japanese caricatures. <laughs> yes, there was like Not a... so great. Little bit of an understatement. <laughs> I'm going to go, yeah. I'm going to soft sell it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so great. It was, yeah, that's, that's yeah, that's, well, you know. Uh, they showed us that. At least there's great. no other examples of that in, in major popular culture. Sure. Yes. Um, oh, man, I did, I think I talked about this on the podcast, for, I do this, uh, uh, <laughs> movie show in Austin where it's like Mystery Science Theater and we did Breakfast at Tiffany's yeah. which has so bad. an yeah. insanely that's racist exactly was, that's exactly what I was referring to yeah, yeah. and uh, <laughs> we just had to cut the whole thing out because we were like what are we what is he we like, can't Mr. make Mr. jokes Hane, over like this Mr. Haniyoshi or something like oh that yeah something like that and he's a landlord he's the he's, he's like he's like you pay rent now basically over he's and over like again? mad at Audrey Hepburn for being a slut, basically, and like not paying rent, and she's always locked out of her apartment. And she, he that's has the to double whammy. He's like racistly being a misogynist. That's it. Yeah, and I it's was like, laughing at the idea of a, of a volume of Superman where it's like Superman versus the Puerto Ricans. <laughs> <laughs> he just built. He is the wall. He just zooms back and forth yeah, along the fast border. Fast enough. It's dusty enough and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mickey Rooney and that is basically just crusty from that. Uh, this the miso Sali uh, doing the flapping dicky and the big teeth. That's, Pretty much, yeah. he has the big teeth. Yeah. It's really bad. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. A makeup artist worked on those big teeth. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's and the same they, one and they that used did the same teeth for for Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> yeah, they kept those special. It's a nice teeth. nod to to you know history. to racism of you. And Rami Malek yeah. just kept them in his mouth. And Oscar yep. voters eat that stuff up. You know, they, they love, love they it. love those nods to classic film history. Oh, he got really ugly for this part. They love movies <laughs> about movies, just like the way journalists love movies about journalists. Yep. You yep. know, um, Green Book. Put a link in the comments to Green Book. <laughs> Check it out, Green Book. Number three. Number two. What's happening? I hit number two and number three at the same time. This is number two. <laughs> number 23. Guys. Michael Jordan. Yeah, that's right. Number 32. Larry Johnson, maybe? I can't remember. Magic who Johnson. He, uh, Magic had 32. Okay. Uh, all right. So this one is not a 
this is not a current story, uh, <laughs> but it's a but story it's about something that happened that it, it, in but, a but, time to be alive. But it did come out, and, and uh, this is it was a, a it was a topic this week. I yeah, would say. this is something that I explained. I, I explained very briefly to Kath, and she was like, "Yeah, we have to talk about this." Um, so. You guys know Forrest Gump? You mm-hmm. guys remember the classic film? Sure do. That everyone uh, definitely still thinks is good and has not revisited since it came out. Or <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Oscar bait. Uh, yeah. That's right. Actually, it was a nice segue that I didn't pick up on. Uh, <laughs> so there was a plan for a sequel to Forrest Gump. Um, obviously, made a lot of money and all that stuff. It doesn't seem like it's an obvious pathway to a sequel to a me. Oh, man. Too dumb to be racist. Um, that's right. <laughs> uh, what? Because it, um, uh, it was based on a novel. And so one of the guys who adapted... Pushed by Sapphire. That's right. Uh, one of the guys who adapted the novel, this guy, uh, Eric Roth, uh, he did an interview to Yahoo, without Yahoo Entertainment talking about it, but he turned he turned in the completed draft of Forrest Gump 2. We're talking about what's in it, but he, he turned it on September 10th, fuck. September Sorry. 10th, 2001. No. <laughs> yeah. So things changed, and you know, it didn't really get around enough executive desks, I guess. It's like I I feel like this is just the best day to turn it in because right. we've really covered like all the major historical events. Well, like, I don't see anything else happening. Here's the problem: is like you turn it in September 10th, 2001. That's the last day where you could conceivably have a Forrest Gump where Forrest Gump doesn't have to be involved in 9/11 right. somehow. Right. There's no way around it. Yeah, like that's the whole plot of those that movie yeah. is that he's around for all these important historical events. Right. How are you going to put him in that? It's it, there are, there's a very funny number of like weird sort of hacky bad like, like these Nickelback. boys in Saudi Arabia wanted me to be in their group. <laughs> <laughs> they said they was going to New York City. Yeah. <laughs> So, <laughs> recruited into Al-Qaeda. Yeah. He just set flight school with them. Yeah. God. I was wanting to know how to fly a plane. <laughs> so, they, so they... Never uh, learned how to land it, though. Oh, there was a sequel book which tracked Forrest Gump adventures through the 80s called Gump & Co. Would have been a loose adaptation, which we'll hear about here. So Gump & he Co. He shared a few plot details. So, apparently, it was going to start with... His son having AIDS. Sure. Great <laughs> That's way to right. Start. He has to. Right. He might. Right. He didn't have to, but yeah. he, he, it was possible. He has to. I've done the science. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, this guy also co-wrote, <laughs> co-wrote Star, A Star is Born, of course. Oh, really? Recently. The same yeah. guy? Yeah, 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 Amazing. So people wouldn't go to class with him in Florida um, and then because he had AIDS. We had a funny sequence. I don't know how we get the funny sequence from that, but they were doing de- desegregation busing in Florida at the same time. So people were angry about the busing. So it's either they're mad about the desegregation busing or mad about having to be on the bus with the AIDS kid. It's like, well, you got to pick one. The AIDS kid's white, so which one are you mad about? I guess is the big <laughs> classic misunderstanding that they were going to get some laughs out of. That was in the nineties. That was uh, well, no, because desegregation of buses. I guess, the kid yeah, is Florida, born. Florida's not doing great. Right? Yeah, uh, that that seems a little late. I yeah. don't know when it was. I don't know when. I don't, when is the present day of Florence Gump supposed to be at the end? I, I would assume it was present day, nineteen ninety five, or yeah, whenever it came out. Uh, well, that doesn't make it has to be earlier because. It doesn't try. It doesn't make sense. That's. I guess that's Maybe true. Maybe the eighties. Yeah. It must be. It must be the eighties. Anyway, so Forrest Gump started that they Apple kn- computers. Late enough that they know what AIDS is. Yeah, which yeah. is like it's they can't be like I have cancer. I have grid or whatever yeah, it was yeah, called. Yeah, like yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> I'm a woman. I have gay it's cancer. I feel like uh, yeah. uh, I feel like Roy Cohn right now. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. It must be stomach cancer. Which I he met famously a man in had. a golden palace. He said he was going to be the president. So, so but so basically, you know, like this is the stuff that's in here. It like. 
it, it made me think about Forrest Gump and think, wow, Forrest Gump is like really weird and dumb. Like in retrospect, it's an exercise in because, shoehorning. Because it's just yeah. like, what are big events we can put this shoehorn this guy into? Exactly. And so the next one they had, um, this guy, he's, he, I'll just read the quote. I had him in the back of OJ's Bronco. Yes. <laughs> he would look up occasionally, but they didn't see him in the rearview mirror, and then he popped down. He's just, how the fuck is he what? in the Bronco Forrest, during the chase? He's just blown away by Al Cowling's cellular phone. I'm AC, <laughs> yeah. damn it. You know who I am. Well, he God could... damn it, this is AC. And then he says, my name's Forrest. Forrest Gump on the phone. <laughs> Does that with like the, how does cops. he get in the car? Is how it there's like that tense exchange with the gun in the driveway? <laughs> yeah. Right, he's got the gu- oh, he's got the gun in his mouth. Damn it, I'm AC. <laughs> this man was trying to eat his gun. <laughs> I, I, was, I told him guns aren't food. I immediately thought of this example. Like Forrest was like waiting tables at the restaurant that Ron Goldman worked at, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and Ron's begging him to let him bring the sunglasses back to yeah. Nicole's house. Like, that lady forgot her glasses. <laughs> He runs in and stops it. Stops the murder. Come on, Forrest. You got to let me bring it to Nicole. Come on. And it's like, oh, well, all right. You know, sorry. He, he beats the shit out of OJ and he's like, sorry, I ruined y'all party. <laughs> so just, yeah, OJ just, uh, or Forrest Gump just, just weirdly Forrest involved. was a better running back than OJ Simpson. That's right. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. He's so, he's so, it was more of a return. Man. So he was in the Bronco. Sure, and somehow gets out of that without any major. Doesn't no one become, knows doesn't become somehow. a major media celebrity right. the way that everyone who was within any kind of orbit of that thing exactly. just analyzed under a microscope by right. the media. Look, we all still know who Cato Kalin is twenty five years later. We would all know who fucking Forrest Gump is. Did you Gump guys is. see that fucking Celebrity Big Brother thing that Cato Kalin was on? No. Okay, Cato Kalin was recently on Celebrity Big Brother, and Naturally. I didn't see it, but I saw the like trailer for it and he's like i'm used to having crazy roommates <laughs> I was like, what the fuck it's so crazy no, don't go, yeah, don't go cutting it. anyone's head off now <laughs> yeah exactly like i'm used to living with crazy celebrities it's like what the fuck like, is are you like 50 jesus christ <laughs> he still has the same hair it's uh, the police let us drive on the highway with <laughs> no one else <laughs> <laughs> so so then next we cut to i had him as a ballroom dancer who was really good Okay. All right. And then eventually, just as sort of a charity kind of thing, he danced with Princess Diana. Sure. <laughs> a charity thing for her. What it was actually it was part? actually in Paris, and <laughs> that night, uh, Forrest jerks in, the wheel. <laughs> he's in the car. No, he's driving with one of the paparazzi that chased her through the tunnel. It's all. all it would be really funny if all the historical events he gets shoehorned into are just him in different cars, famous yeah. cars through time. He's in the resulting Pope-mobile. in deaths. Yeah. 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 Right, he, yeah, right. Sirhan Sirhan. Uh, yeah. He's in Reagan's car when they open fire. Yeah. He's in all the cars. So then um, then he meets a Native American woman on oh, a bus. No. Sure, it goes great. Finds his calling as a bingo caller on a reservation. And the big man in that, which you could see was diminished, only trying. Okay, so every day he'd wait for his Native American partner. She taught nursery school at a government building in Oklahoma City. Oh, oh. my God. <laughs> They would have had to put in 9-11. And he was yeah. sitting on the bench waiting for her to have lunch, and all of a sudden the building behind him blows up. So he's just like sitting there. <laughs> Holy shit. I mean, when the, when the Murrah building blows up. He's in Timothy McVeigh's car when Timothy he gets McVeigh. pulled over yeah. by police. I helped him deliver some fertilizer to his house. <laughs> it's like he's reading this strange book about these men. We've uh, seen Forrest Gump deal with some shit, but like a fucking trauma right in yeah. front of like a building exploding so, with yeah. his girlfriend. Tim inside. was a quiet man. He loved this man's diaries. <laughs> I used to do his haircuts because we had the same one. <laughs> there you go. Man, he, he inspired McVeigh to get the haircut. <laughs> yeah, yeah, had, yeah, yeah. McVeigh had long flowing locks yeah, before good, he met man. Forrest Gump. Yeah. Um, so, 
So we have just the things that happened in – okay, so the kid has AIDS. Um, he's in the back of Odo's Bronco. He meets Princess Di, and he's there for Oklahoma City. Yeah. Oh now, obviously, that, that one probably really jumped off the page. If anybody ever got around to reading it after 9-11, it's like, whoa. We should do right, a live read. We can't make this. <laughs> we cannot make this. I know. I need to see this. I need a yeah. dramatic reading of this, a table read of – Forrest Gump too. It gets really in deep with like the ethnic cleansing in Serbia, (laughs) (laughs) in the Clinton administration. Yeah, just just Forrest just running up the aisle of the plane with the cart to smash into the cockpit. That's how the movie ends. He's doing that run. I guess you have it. Like, I feel like you, if you're like the you know thoughtful, edgy Forrest Gump two writer, you have the movie end on september 10th 2001 with like right. bush's plan going into place to, <laughs> to 9 11 for us like chasing, like, it's chasing. Up to the viewer what he probably was involved because he's forrest gump yeah. but like just chasing so. down muhammad atta and like reagan airport like oh you dropped this it's like a box cutter and like that's <laughs> how the movie ends he's placing bombs in tower seven <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's in charge of the control detonation yeah. and uh <laughs> so uh apparently they're gonna be a, there's gonna be a more in-depth interview I can't um, wait. Can't fucking wait. Well, okay. I just Tom gotta, Hanks is like, yeah, I was on board from the beginning. I don't know why we didn't. <laughs> yeah, like we got to get this thing done. So <laughs> Michelle, we got breaking news from Shelby here. Not breaking news, but he texted me. The other writer of A Star is Born is apparently the guy who wrote that Robert Pattinson movie that has the best ending of any movie of all time. The, oh, where it's like a whole like romance you know drama. Remember, remember, remember me. Oh remember me. So is, I've so heard of it. So but is this like it's this it. overwrought like romantic like yeah. You know, sure. like a bad boy, but his dad's Pierce like Brosnan, a, a successful businessman, but he's like it's a, like a tortured writer, and like yeah. someone falls in love with him, and right. it's like their romantic story, and then and then, and then he's gonna go like reunite and like become friends with, or not? He's gonna like go like re- reconcile with his dad. Yeah. So he goes to meet him, and he's waiting in the lobby of his like office to like go meet him, or and it, it pans out, and you find out that he's in. The, well, first, not first. Uh, or it's sort of an intercut back and forth, zooming out with him and then like his little sisters in school and the teacher's writing the date on the board and it says, it's just like September 11, 2001 and it zooms out and he's in one of the towers. What? The movie has nothing to do with 9-11 and then it's just like, surprise! It's about love. It's about love and then a dude and, dying in 9-11. And the, du- the dude who like wrote and I think directed that was like, was like really excited about it was really active on social media before the movie came out. And then he's just trying like, to have some And basically just like twist. retired from public life like after the movie. <laughs> well, Robert reaction was really not what he expected. <laughs> like that, that was the death knell for Robert Pattinson's career, right? Because I don't think he ever did anything. Well, he's a, he's a, he just got cast in the new uh, something cool. Yeah, Christopher Nolan, I think he's in a, okay. oh, where man. Batman he, stops nine eleven. Yeah. That was like the end of him being like a hunky guy. He had like, re- yeah. which I think he didn't he's like really anyway. Invented. So probably it's like, look, I mean, he probably read that script and was like, "This," is, I mean, I hope yeah. he'd be like, "This is hilarious." Yeah, like he'll be like, "This will finish this chapter of my life off." <laughs> when can I start being a weird? I get a little scu- obscurity. Like, after I would this. love to fly a plane into my film career. Right. <laughs> um, so uh, maybe Forrest could be the you know helping him out you know, in the in the tower. Or <laughs> it's something. in the same universe. Yeah, <laughs> Robert Pattinson. Is it yeah, Forrest Gump right. too? And then we can also fold Forrest Gump into Kingdom Hearts then if we can just yes. Yes. bring everything full circle. Perfect. <laughs> That's so crazy though that the guy who wrote that movie also wrote Forrest Gump. No, no, he wrote, oh, he wrote a Star yeah, Star wrote Stars Born with the okay. Forrest Gump 2 guy. Got it. Okay. So these guys love um, 9-11. Just <laughs> yes. inserting people that don't exist into tragedies, I guess. That's the big thing. <laughs> Historical <laughs> situations. And, and into just things where buildings blow up on American soil. Pretty cool. Mark Wahlberg is trying so hard to be in that movie, but he can't get it. Yeah, Forrest, <laughs> like, Forrest gets the last ticket on standby instead of Mark Wahlberg. 
He's like, oh, we could have stopped it. <laughs> um, James Woods sees Forrest Gump with the with the hijackers. Yeah, so doing a dry run. <laughs> that's that was James Woods is like coming out as a conservative. Was he like? Called oh, was he into, the he called people into like, celebrating in New Jersey? No, he guy? was like he was like they were on one of my on his flight. The he, hijackers? He, he claims he saw the hijackers doing a dry run. Incredible. It was just <laughs> different guys who I think were it might, in the yeah, part of the world. Well, other... the crazy thing is that I think it might actually have checked out. Really? really? Or it might have at least been not impossible because he was on, because like, they did do that, I think, yeah. to oh, see man. kind of, to confirm that they could actually get it. Because, like, they were cross-country flights. So, like, because they had the most, you know, fuel and all that stuff. And so I think. Oh, wow. I think it's at least it's at least possible that it's true, which I think is so wild. That's like fucking, oh, man, now you know James Woods just considers himself an expert profiler. That's right. Oh, that completely. Moment. 100%. Yeah. He should be working for the and, it's, and you're right. You know, hey, if you guys see Muhammad Atta or any of those guys on your plane, <laughs> definitely tell somebody about it. Have a strong if reaction. you confirm that they are one of the, because there's a lot of things that are not, not right about your situation and should right. be fixed. <laughs> what dimension are we in? Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, this, okay, first of all, you're, di- okay, uh, a couple questions. I'm Muhammad Atta. Just like, ding, just like hitting the fucking thing. <laughs> Muhammad Atta. And in boarding group one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what kind right. of service is this? So Forrest Gump 2, uh, let's, all, let's get a Kickstarter going. We'll get this thing made. We need yeah. it. Yeah, we at least need access to that script so we can read it as a bonus episode. Tommy Wiseau. Yeah. He's, on, yeah. he's attached. Yeah, that's attached to direct. The, guy, the only guy we can trust with this kind of emotional. sensitivity, <laughs> <laughs> Emotional magnitude. Uh, all right, let's, 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 let's close this thing out here. I hit it. I swear number one. And this week's number one reason to say what a time to be alive. Okay. Uh, this story is like, I not, we have not had a story that is more my shit than this in a while. This <laughs> yep. is like so my shit. Okay. So uh, first of all, we have a, <clears throat> a vegan YouTube star who... Uh, I, I say that very specifically. She is not a YouTube star who happens to be vegan. She's a she star is, of vegan YouTube. She is a star of vegan YouTube, specifically okay. raw vegan YouTube, which Ooh. is um, one of my favorite places to hunt for crazy people. <laughs> it's very good. Um, That's just like, so just for the uninitiated, just people that never cook anything. Yeah, so... They eat plastic out of trash. Just <laughs> only plastic. Yeah. It's, uh, it's uh, so raw food, it's a lot of the ones on... Um, YouTube are they're really into like a high carbohydrate diet so they're like I'm gonna eat like nine bananas and Mm -hmm. that's my breakfast like they're that's kind of their shit and everyone else is like um your shits must be a nightmare that just just carnage just horrible (laughs) but uh yeah carnage it's honestly (laughs) like my theory on a lot of them and this has somewhat been borne out from what I know is that they are um former bulimics or former binge eaters who have realized, oh, if I binge eat vegetables, I won't get fat. Like, they're people who have transferred their eating disorder to this, like, I'm going to eat five pounds of kale for lunch. Like, they they just binge on these, like, very low-calorie foods. So it's, like, a mess. So they're just constantly chewing. Their entire life, they're just chewing. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. They just have to eat all day to, like, eat enough calories to live. They live like brontosauruses did. Yeah, they're grazing. Pretty much, yeah. They just, they're like, yeah, they're like elephants or something. Like, they just have to graze constantly. Um, But, yeah, so her YouTube handle was Ravana, R-A-W-V-A-N-A, and, uh, yeah, she was, like, a, a star of this uh, raw vegan YouTube thing. Like, she talks a lot about being 
plant-based, like she says, plant-based a lot. Um, but recently, uh, she's been having some problems. So she went to Bali, like all of these people do, um, took a lot of pictures in a bikini, uh, put them on her Instagram. She, this is she a pat- caption. She paddleboarded. She, mm-hmm. I'm sure she paddleboarded. You're required if you're a celeb and you go to a, a place, an Instagram place, you have to uh, yeah. do stand-up paddleboarding. Mm-hmm. She probably took like a picture of her like laughing and holding like a guava in front of like a old Balinese person who was yeah. selling it. She you made know? a video Everything with here music is so authentic. Like... <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Definitely it's all that. that same song. Um, so this is like a, a caption from one of her pictures. After 24 hours of traveling, I finally arrived to a place I had on my bucket list. Can you guess where I am? I'll give you a hint. It's a plant-based paradise. Just, just. I guess that means like things grow it's there. Salad Island. Yeah, like what does that mean? <laughs> I'm at. i Salad Cove. I'm in the Thousand Islands. <laughs> <laughs> I've, got the, I've got the Thousand Island stare. <laughs> yeah. That's when you eat too much. <laughs> you're, if you if you eat so much that you just kind of your eyes sort of glaze over and you go yeah. into a food coma. Yeah. Thousand Islands. That reminds me of uh, I I did a a podcast with Chris Cubis once, and we talked about um, if there's a fat person in a movie who just exists as a character, and it's not like a punchline about them being fat. uh, That movie passes the bechamel test. (laughs) (laughs) That's incredible. That's like a three year old joke that I'm still really proud of. They have to talk about three things that are not food. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) If they are, if they go through the whole movie without being shown eating, do they they have a name? Is that name a horribly mean nickname? (laughs) (laughs) So the movie Fatso does not pass the bechamel test. (laughs) Absolutely not. Fat Albert, right off the bat. Yeah. Chow Hal, nope, fails the bechamel test. It's bad. Um, but yeah, so Minnesota fats in the hustler. The movie does not pass the bechamel test. Look at how fucking fat he is. <laughs> so she goes to Bali. Uh, there's some kind of picture of her. Where it looks like in a giant bird's nest. Oh wow. Yeah, Just, it looks like one of those chair, those chairs that were hot in the '90s, where they're like wicker, but you put like a pad in them, and yeah. they're like conical almost. It's like this is I'm, a very important shape. part of their culture, and uh, it's I, very important in there anyway. Uh, great picture. They have yeah, pterodactyls ass- here. These are their nests. I was just gonna say, I'm assuming that a pterodactyl carried her there uh, and just deposited her in front of a photographer. Um, but yeah, so she's having a great time in Bali. Um, but then. Some controversy happens. Hell yeah. Uh, a fellow YouTuber that she is there with. Um, Jake Paul. <laughs> it's Jake Paul. Um, it's the Dolan twins who we talk about <laughs> a lot on the show. Um, <laughs> They're fresh from their funeral. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so a, a video gets uploaded onto onto YouTube of uh, uh, part of this woman's trip. She's there with another lifestyle blogger because they – do these a lot it's probably sponsored by some brand or something or cross promotion yeah exactly cross promotion and then like a sponsored trip by like thrive market or something to like sell vegan shit so um her friend posts a a video of them uh just like going about their day i'm assuming an incredibly boring video because they all are but uh in the video there is video evidence of her eating fish in Bali. Oh, yeah. And she it's, got exposed. She got exposed. And it's really funny How do you because fuck that up? <laughs> you can see, like, it's this is what's crazy is so 
Oh, what's happening? No, the improv people are uh, just kind of staring into this window oh. in a very <laughs> distracting way. Um, it's cool. Hi, can you not do that? Thank you. <laughs> um, she stopped. But uh, yeah, she was looking like right at me. Yeah. I'm facing the window and I was getting very Oh, distracted. neat. They're recording in there. It's like, well, we normally we record in a place that doesn't have a window to look into it. It's exactly. It's uh, closure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, thanks to you, lady. Um, but yeah, so in the video, you see the other lifestyle blogger person like pans over and the woman Ravana sort of looks at the camera, looks down and then just puts her arms over the plate. Like, <laughs> she was like, Oh shit. Uh, was whoops. this live? Was this a live video? No. And that's what's so shady God. about it is I feel like the other person was trying to sabotage yeah. her. Yeah. She went all the way to Bali to sabotage her rival. There was a, so I love like, weird YouTube subcultures where everyone is super competitive like this. Yeah. They're like, they crack me up. And there was like an instance of this on makeup YouTube where one person uploaded a video of another person. Using, on... a, using a fish as makeup? <laughs> <laughs> no, she said the N word. Oh, wow. Well. Then... <laughs> Those are basically the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a perfect analogy. <laughs> but she uploaded, like, I feel She's like eating fish if you're a raw makeup. vegan is effectively saying it's, the N word. It's like saying the N word to vegans. Like, it's pretty much the same. Saying the num, num, num word about fish. <laughs> the N word, of course, to vegans is non-vegetable. Yeah. <laughs> It's kind of the same. I feel like <laughs> vegans react as if it is the same. But yeah, so someone uploaded a video of another person saying the N-word and then was like, I didn't do it on purpose. And was like, it seems like you did. Yeah. Like This is like when the, when the guy uploaded the stuff about Swaggy P talking about cheating on Iggy Azalea. Yeah, yeah. his own teammate. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But yeah, no, I feel like eating fish is like you're you're as canceled. Maybe more canceled, honestly. Well, you're, vegans. You're, yeah. it's the one fundamental thing. Like you're out. Like there's no <laughs> yeah. What a visceral experience for all the viewers who like love and worship this vegan person. It's like the image of them eating a it's like a Hitchcock. Wasn't it was not an accident. Like no, you know, clearly, no yeah, had fish if, on her if, plate. If it's She's visibly the head was it like yeah, was it like fish. it was like a fish? That's. I want to imagine it's like a cartoon. Right. Yeah. Fishbone skeleton. She pulled out the skeleton. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then licked all her little fingers. <laughs> oh, brother. <laughs> yeah, she was snagglepuss. <laughs> I don't even eat fish. Even. <laughs> <laughs> it's a plant-based fish, I tell you. <laughs> so yeah. what? So what happened? So Where people were, we were people were really mad at her. Are they her. pulling money? Is she is she losing money? Oh, well, so she uploaded, like... Do those people up- have subscribers? It's all ad-based with those people, right? They have a ton of subscribers. Lots of subscribers. I mean, but, but, but I mean, like, paying subscribers. Is that no, like but it's YouTube them? ads. Right, okay. It's They're all yeah, on YouTube, yeah, yeah. and they get a lot of hits, and then they have ads on their YouTube videos. They do very well. Yeah, so... And they do, like, partnerships with brands and stuff. Let's yeah. become these people. Yeah. <laughs> right? They do great. Um, unless they eat fish, I guess. But so she made an apology video, which is also my other favorite like genre of YouTube video is people apologizing for getting caught doing things like uh, this week. We also had Shane Dawson talking about how he didn't <laughs> yeah. fuck his cat. Like, that's my shit. I, lo- <laughs> I love it. Um, I've been saying I've just been saying that at yoga as my uh, my mantra. I did, I did not, not fuck, fuck my cat. cat. I, I have never fucked my, my cat. cat. I did not put my dick anywhere near my cat. <laughs> Staking yeah, I, I, that's it's funny. how Like, that's a guy that like. I mean, as somebody who's, like, in a position where I'm, like, I read enough stupid online bullshit that I would, like, be kind of aware. I have no knowledge of who this guy is other than his, like, weird, unconvincing yeah. apologies yeah. for a bunch of different things. Yeah. <laughs> There's no other content that I understand. And Apology yet, Twitter. There are millions of people who are, like, millions. I love this guy. It's crazy. Yeah, it's not good. I don't even know what he does. Seems like we should be able to break off a slice of that, though, right? It doesn't seem like yeah. it's yeah. so hard. Right? 
It's not like these people are like particularly talented or charismatic. Yeah, we've been dumbasses like honing a skill for several years. Yeah, we fucked up so yeah, bad. It's pretty dumb. But so she apologized and she basically said like I had to start eating meat for health reasons, which is like really funny for someone. Not who... helping, I don't think. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> no, I only started doing it because my whole ideology is bullshit. Exactly. <laughs> like that's what seems like crazy. It's like she was basically like, I went to the doctor. I had st- I had stopped ovulating. You've got, you've got I stop. You got to start eating meat right now. <laughs> <laughs> vegan lifestyle. I promise. Is I prom- I want to promise everyone in the future. If I eat non-vegan, you will not see on a video. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So I'll be clear with you guys. But it's like that, yeah. It it's like your whole thing is supposed to be like, look how healthy I am because I'm yeah. plant based. In reality, or you're just that Futurama where it's like we train this lion to only eat tofu, and then it's just like gray. Like- <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So yeah, she was having all these like digest digestion problems, like intestinal problems, which makes sense because I feel like, like I said, eating a bunch of raw vegetables like that. It's can't be great. It it's not like wonderful for your intestinal tract. I don't think right. it's a lot of roughage. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, yeah, There's, so she, you're consuming a fair amount of pesticides if that's your whole diet. Also that, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she basically uh, pesticides is, not vegan either. Pesticide is not vegan. Think about it. Um, yeah, so she just is canceled now, I guess. Because she went to Bali and ate fish. No, she's going to make a hard pivot right, like comedians. She's going to be like, yeah, she's comedians, gonna, she's yeah. Gonna, she's going to end up on yeah. Owen Benjamin's <laughs> podcast. She's oh, hell yeah. Like, she's going to start uploading four-hour-long videos yeah. uh, questioning basic things about uh, certain uh, genocides that took place in the past. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that is – if if you're on but YouTube – like with meat. Like the yeah, meat yeah. version of making that hard pivot, right? Where she's right. just like eating only beef. Yeah, she's like a primal paleo person now. Because yeah. there is like a meat grift you can do that's like similar. And I feel like Absolutely. if you're a YouTube health person, you know what? You are grifting people in some yeah. sense of... Like there's always... There was yeah. another one of these like raw vegan people who like there was a picture of her wearing leather shoes. And people were like, oh my God. Like This is a kill. This is a wound. This is a kill. This is my YouTube channel. It's like uh, smash the like button and subscribe. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, that's what she's going to do now. She's going to go on Forge and Fire uh, yes. and just, like, go fucking nuts. Chopping on a... sides of beef. Yep, yep. Uh, you can totally do that, especially if you're, like, a sexy lady. I feel like if you're cooking, like, do anything you want. big big turkey legs, you know, getting <laughs> people riled up. Legs. You just got to find your angle. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Just find it's, People want to look at you. Just get it done. There's always stand-up comedy, too. That's true. Oh, yeah. That's the important thing to remember. You yeah. can always just try stand up for the first time. Yeah. yeah. She's going to start party. doing stand up probably. Uh, so. <laughs> Not enough stand up vits about vegans. We yeah, need more. That is so. true. Fresh, uncharted territory. Yeah. Yeah, so get in here, that's Rob. A, that's a Brucey's, that's a Brucey's territory. Tim Allen's working on it, but he can only provide so much genius. Hey, true. People being hot and telling jokes about being vegan, that's Micah Brucey's bit. Right, <laughs> yeah. <back> Baby. <laughs> The sexy boy. Um, yeah. Well, so that's. I guess that's a good place to uh, to call it, huh? Ravana, <laughs> come on the podcast. That's right. Uh, we're, we definitely will treat you fairly. Raw yeah. meat. We actually, Vana. we will because we're big time chickens and would would just be nice. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Uh, oh, I, that reminds me. Uh, big time headless chickens and bucks. <laughs> Before <laughs> we go, go, I would like to give a shout out to uh, my pal Alex in Austin who. Was uh, at the same restaurant as Alex Jones on a date last night and uh, went up and called him a shithead before he left. Was uh, Alex Jones on a date? Yeah. Alex Jones was on a date. God damn it. Were they they both on dates? I think he was. Were they on a date with each other? (laughs) Is this a date? (laughs) What are we? (laughs) 
I've seen the documents. <laughs> I'm fragile. I can't get hurt again. <laughs> yeah. I so mean, he was just like, hey, Alex, this one's like, um, yeah, I, all right, yep, 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 you're a piece of shit. All right, well, yeah. <laughs> well you feel yeah. nothing. <laughs> well, Alex Jones is probably having a great day today. Yeah. Uh, too bad. Um, that's, well, good for him. Yeah. Yeah, shout out. That's respectable. <laughs> God, now yeah, does Alex Jones just doing what are we? <laughs> I can't keep, I can't keep doing this. I will this. get to the bottom of this. Yeah. What is the nature of our relationship? <laughs> I can't keep doing this. <laughs> also, I only ordered soup. You had like a full meal. I feel like I just have to pay for the whole thing. I only eat soup. <laughs> you had two Cosmos. <laughs> I had one Lone Star. <laughs> is he a teetotaler? It seems like he could be a guy who I wouldn't drink. be surprised. I have yeah. no idea. He's either a drunk or a teetotaler, nothing in between. That's right. Yeah, no question. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, thanks for joining us, pals. Thanks for yeah. joining us, JP McDavid. You got any little, like I said, Luke, you got any little skits? My little you skits? <laughs> I should be doing my little skits, my tap dancing. Uh, just follow, it's all on the Twitter there, uh, at JP underscore McDade or McDade Baby on Instagram. Yeah, if you get the chance to see JP, he is super funny. Real oh, good. Thanks. These guys Definitely. are hilarious. Go see them do live comedy whenever yeah, they yeah. do it. Well, if you want to see me, uh, speaking of plugs, no, um, no, uh, we got the uh, we got the Patreon. If you like this, uh, check it out. We got the T Public, which I think by the time this comes out, the the sale will be over, but there will be another. You guys have good T shirts. We do. We kind of want to get some more designs. We're, we're, we're definitely soliciting designs if you like. We totally are. If you have any ideas, definitely send them our way and we can see what we can do because I mm-hmm. think we, we, we like to diversify a little bit. We The thing is, like, we really like putting up T-shirts and I feel like there are a lot of good ideas, but the only but the problem is that Eli is the only person with, like, good graphic design skills. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, yeah. hey, I'd love to put up more T-shirts. Eli, do you want to do some more work? Yeah. Like, yeah. feel bad about it. Get so. to work, pal. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so so uh, yeah, check that out. That'll we'll have a link in the bio, uh, or the, the episode description for that. Um, give us a review on iTunes, if please you do. want. Five uh, stars, please. Thank you. What else do we always say? Do we say? Is there anything else that we normally say? I Anybody? think that's pretty much it. Yeah. You, you say it? the exact intro of the podcast, but in reverse order of words. The thing that time to when a live view. Yeah, that, well, that's in the red room. We say that. That's yeah. after this. Yeah. Um, right, right, right. And uh, yeah, I'm patting my on the stuff. There's no karma this week, so um, but come to karma if you want. It's fine. <laughs> if you want a hookah. Yeah, there'll be pro- there'll be promo. It's bad karma comedy uh, on Twitter. Uh, yeah. I have. Cat has uh, 10 shows. I, yeah. I, I have a couple coming up, and I can't remember when they are, so check my Twitter. But uh, I have two other podcasts, uh, Lie, Cheat, and Steal. Uh, we just did an episode about the pyramid scheme LuLaRoe. Uh, that's pretty fun, so check that out. We had Sasha Zazie. Wait, that turned out to be a pyramid scheme? Okay, I'll listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, and uh, I also have WrestleSplania about pro wrestling, and that is very exciting because WrestleMania weekend is in New York City this year, and uh, we are going to be watching WrestleMania at Queens Brewery. We're doing Splania Mania. It's going to be really fun. Uh, the dudes nice. from Street Fight Radio are going to be there. Um, a bunch of our friends are going to come do commentary with us. There'll be a few wrestlers there selling merch and stuff, so it should be a really fun time. Uh, that is April 7th, starting at 5 p.m. You can get tickets uh, bit.ly slash Mania. They're five bucks online. They'll be eight bucks at the door. And uh, check my Twitter for other dates. Cool. Uh, Patreon.com slash what a time pod. I don't yes. think I said that before. Patreon.com slash what a time pod. Okay, guys. Patreon. Well, <laughs> bye, bye, everyone. See you next week. Bye. <laughs>